Welcome back, guys. Hey, I'm Tania. I'm Ashley, and we have a very, very special guest on this week's episode of Who I Do. <laughs> that was a new intro. She's <laughs> like, uh... I'm like, what is she doing? Because you, like, pause. You're like, hey! And there was, yes. like, silence. <laughs> Look, I'm, like, still kind of in moving mode, and, like, my mind is, like, all over the place, okay? Like... Okay. I'm surprised you can't see the walls because of how I'm positioned. They're like some boxes just behind me. So, oh, well, y'all know what it is. But anyway, like I said, we have a very special guest on the show with us tonight. Yes, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Christina Presley, new last name Clark, and I'm so excited to be here and hopefully I can give some hope to some upcoming brides. Yay. I'm so excited for you to be on the show. Like we chatted last month and I was just like, oh my gosh, you're the perfect person to come on right now because you've essentially done what I'm about to do. And I'm sure there are plenty of other brides that are like 2020 brides or just got engaged. They're like, hmm, so... (laughs) what am I going to do this year? So basically we're talking to Christina mostly about her wedding and like the virtual component of it all. She had a very, very amazing and beautiful virtual wedding. Um, So we're going to get into all those fun details, but first like, tell us more about yourself. So like, what do you do? Where do you live? How'd you meet your husband? Like all that. Yes. Um, so I live in Boston, Massachusetts, and I am a kindergarten teacher um, in Cambridge Public Schools. Woo, woo. And my husband is also a teacher, but he teaches high school. So we always joke that I teach the beginning of school. He teaches the very end. Um, it'll be very interesting what type of parents we're going to be one day. Um, <laughs> and basically, um, we both met teaching in Boston Public Schools. Um, Boston is a urban city. Um, and basically there was just some things that were happening in our classrooms that brought us together. Um, I had 30 students my first year teaching and he had a classroom full of students that were dealing with trauma needs. So we both decided to get really involved in policy change um, and this awesome organization called Educators for Excellence basically picked us to speak at the state house to try to get a trauma-informed bill passed. So I met my husband, Matthew, at the Massachusetts State House on July 25th, uh, 2018. And basically, we both gave testimonies at the State House in front of elected officials. Um, and you know, I looked at my husband and I thought he was married the entire time. Like I, there was nothing in me that was just like single man. Like I was like on Tinder. I was doing a whole coffee meets bagel thing, and he was cute. But I just was like, oh. You know, he's in a suit. He looks very polite. I'm not even going to try it. Um, So because I'm very like if I like something, I'm very like, I'm going to go after it. So whatever. So basically within um, doing a lot of policy work around getting this trauma bill passed, Matthew just kept talking to me, kept getting to know me. We became friends. And for about six months, I thought he was married. I was just waiting for him to mention his wife at some point because he was just always so polite, not forward, always trying to get to know me. And he just is so gentleman-like, as I'm sure you can see in the pictures. He's just, you know, very stern. Um, And so long story short, he finally asked me out for a drink. And I thought that this drink was going to probably have friends involved uh, or this drink was going to 
lead into a business meeting and it didn't. He was asking me on a date. So I, I didn't really know um, that our first <laughs> date was our first date. And you know, not only was he so polite on our first date, he planned every single one of our date going forward. And he was very creative. I'm very used to being creative and thinking out of the box, but he surprised me with comedy shows. Like on our first date, I mentioned how I love this comedian called Eddie B. He's like a teacher comedian and he got tickets and like he thought of these creative things like to movies and we just did all these awesome things that just came from him listening to me. And that's just something I always looked for when I was like thinking about my dream husband. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden he just started to become very visual and we just did some fun things. And he's introduced me to things like I never thought that I would join a flag football league. I'm not really the athletic type, <laughs> um, but he is, he's a diehard Patriots fan. We miss you Tom Brady. <laughs> um, and I joined it and we've just really opened each other's minds to, you know, things. And, you know, basically long story short, me and Matthew decided to move in with each other. It's my crazy ideal for us to adopt a dog. <laughs> um, and, you know, once you get a dog, next thing you want is a ring. And, you know, I was kind of like, all right, we're together. My parents think we're cohabitating. What are we doing? <laughs> like, when's the ring coming? And so I was thinking that I was going to be the planner of our total proposal. And long story short, on July 25th, 2019, Matthew proposed to me in front of the state house. So I thought we were going out on our anniversary date. Aww. Yeah. And he did it right in front of the state house and had a tourist take our picture. And yeah, it was like reliving the moment all over again and i think i actually made a mistake in the when i first said that um we met in 2018 it was 2016. oh, oh okay. I was like, wait a minute this, this is yeah sorry go ahead go right. ahead get that ring quickly <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a little too fast. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Okay. <laughs> Look, this okay. year has thrown us all off in terms of time, so it's completely okay. <laughs> no, I was counting. You know, I'm not there yet, so I was counting. <laughs> that whole time I was saying that spiel, I was counting too, being like, something doesn't sound right here, because we're just exhausted. So, my bad, we met in 2016. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so he proposed in 2019. Um, right. Yeah, so that's it. He proposed in front of the state house. It was beautiful. It was an awesome day. Um, and yeah, that's how we met. And that's our story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. I definitely love like a full circle like proposal. Yeah. I think uh, it just, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. So we have so much we're going to ask you. Um, oh, man, that was so amazing. But first, we're going to get into a fun game of this or that, which, you know, you guys that are listening, y'all already know what this or that is. You pick between one of the two things and you say why. So cool. to start... And we're thinking kind of, of course, in the frame of like where we are now, not just like, oh, any wedding, any time frame, like, no, think of like getting married in a pandemic. So that to kind of frame these uh, four um, options that you will have to select. So Zoom or FaceTime? Mm, okay. Okay. 100%. I like it. All right. Tania? 
I won't be annoying today. I'm going to say Zoom. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say FaceTime, but okay. Yeah. Well, I would pick Zoom only because FaceTime only works if you have an Apple device. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of people have Androids. Ooh. So, yeah. Zoom yeah. is a little more agnostic that way. All right. Forgetting about those Android people. Yeah. <laughs> My bad if you have Android. <laughs> <laughs> all right so when it comes down to the favors mm. hand sanitizer or mask or neither like doing something else that's not like pandemic related basically like candy hand sanitizer 100 mm-hmm. i dig it okay to me i'm gonna say neither just because at this point where we are <laughs> You should have a hand sanitizer and mask on deck, like, already. So I'm not going to give you something that you already have. So I'm going to, you know. You'd be surprised. Like, I'm going to be different. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. But still, (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm going to go for something different. Okay. Because that's just like a reminder, like, ugh, I'm just over. A reminder to freaking have clean hands and yes yes stay your distance yes but i'm pretty sure if i was having an event i'm already going to have hand sanitizer and mask there so as a parting gift i want it to be something different okay all right i'm with you i would probably do hand sanitizer and that's actually coming from like for real like i saw once that germex had like a like germex 48 pack was like available on amazon so i bought that because i was like oh if we do something this year i'm going to throw a label on it and that's going to be everyone's favorite and then now it's like no now we just have a whole bunch of hand sanitizer because we're not inviting anybody so anyway (laughs) (laughs) um all right, so for the the dessert of it all, mm-hmm. sticking with the cake or something smaller like cupcakes or cookies? That one's hard. Um, that one really depends. But my advice, it's your wedding. It's your day. We did a real cake, and I do not regret it. It's mm. Even if you don't eat it all on the first day, who cares? <laughs> I like that. I'm going right. to go for cupcakes. <laughs> I like that, too. You're probably just being cheap, Tania. No. Oh. Okay. Uh-uh. No, I'm not going to skimp out on the food. Well, you know. I was thinking that because I was like, cupcakes are cheaper. Kind of cut corners. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought, because Tania reminds us every episode, like, you know, I'm the frugal one. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm- <laughs> yes, but we are talking about pandemic. And, you know, if there's like a lot of people. I want people to have their own individual dessert, but there's not going to be a lot of people if we're in a pandemic. That's why you need hand sanitizer. So when people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and mess because you'll have that one guy or several guys that show up and it's like where's your mask yeah where's your mask listen y'all i'm gonna have them already there so once you come to the door you're gonna pick up your hand sanitizer and the mask so you're doing all of these things in a real actual different favor 
Because you know, essentially, if you have something there for someone to consume and take with them, that's a favor. Yeah. Like, it might not be, like, I mean, it might be the blue little medical mask that, you mm-hmm. know, like, you just find on Amazon or something. But, like, mm-hmm. girl, we can wrap this little cupcake up in a little to-go <laughs> box. You remember um, the little to-go boxes that I had for, um, for Brandon's birthday? Yeah. yeah. That's going to be your parting gift. Food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I hope you, I hope you leave full. If not, here's a to-go box. Uh, I do like that, though. That's cute. I yeah. like that. I like that. Okay. All right. Not trying to Last, come for me. <laughs> you know, I got to do that every week, yeah. though. Okay. Last question. So... For your wedding gown, are you sticking with the same dress you purchase or are you going to get an elopement type of dress? You know, like, I feel like there's a difference between like wedding gown and like what you see people elope in mostly. So full disclosure, I got, I got a different wedding gown. Um, Okay. And I emphasize the the wedding gown part because I I I wanted to look like a brat. I did not want to be in a tea party dress, <laughs> right? <laughs> or just like you know, I didn't want to look like I was a little bit. I get why people might want to separate the two, but yeah. I brought my first wedding gown to match my venue, and I had a different venue, so I brought a gown to match that venue. So I would say, I w- I would say stick with your wedding gown. You don't have to. You know, you don't want to look like your everyday person on your wedding day. This yeah. is just a Cinderella moment. Do it up. Okay. Tania? Um, you know what? I'm going to do the same. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Okay. It's expensive, yeah. too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me? I am going to be different from both of you and go with an elopement dress, but not like a super, super plain elopement dress. Like, finding ways to dress it up so it doesn't feel like... This is just a white dress, yeah, like a plain white dress. Because I feel like a lot, a lot of those elopement dresses are so plain. Like, yeah. there's nothing special about it. That's how I feel. Like when I went looking for my second dress, I was very like, I, I want to look like a bride. Like, I'm okay with spending less money. I just, but I still want, you know, I want that feeling. I, I want to look different. Like, yeah. You know, definitely. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, that was it for our fun rounds of this or that. Um, we are going to get into the nitty gritty of the show. But first, listen to Tania say some stuff. Ashley and I would love for you to go to iTunes after you listen to this episode, of course, and let us know how much you love us or offer us some feedback. We would really appreciate that and that would help us out a lot. We wish you all much love and success. Now let's get back into this episode. Now we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I can't stand her. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, All right, so... We are back. Like I said, we're talking to Christina about her wedding and all of the wonderful details about it. And I hope you guys get your notebooks ready, especially if you are currently engaged and kind of going through the motions yourself. So Tania, kick it off. 
All right. So how much of your wedding had been planned prior to the shutdown? Um, I would say 90% of it. Um, okay. Yeah. I, me and my husband are very frugal people. We're very big fans of Dave Ramsey. Shout out to him. (laughs) Um, and we just were ready to, we, we saved up our money. Um, we stuck to our budget. And I also say that to brides out there, when you know the number, it's very easy to say no to things. Um, and that, that is, that is also part of the process. And, uh, you know, we planned it. We had the venue. I took one look at our venue and I knew it was the one. So I didn't have to look at a bunch of venues. And I think that's just part of like, um, my personality is like knowing what I want and like, you know, once I see something like my vision just goes, I'm a big DIY person. So I was ready to go to AC more, especially because they were closing out business before the pandemic. So I was racking up (laughs) at the discount stores. Um, And it it was a really, it was an awesome experience in the sense of like, um, I had most of it planned. I gave my parents um, their duties because my parents are very overbearing. Sorry, mom and dad, if you hear this, um, in the sense of, you know, they, if they could plan my whole wedding, they would, but you know, and my mom is a diva. Like my mom probably wanted to throw me like a Meghan Merkel wedding, like <laughs> church, a gospel choir. So I gave them jobs. So my parents were in control of the live entertainment and they were in control of certain aspects of the ceremony. Um, and I let my mom had a, a say in my dress and, you know, things like that. So we had 90% planned. Um, the 10% that wasn't planned was the invitations because those never went out. Uh, <laughs> 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 and some of, you know, the paper things that I spent yeah. on the audit and didn't get a chance to send out. But other than that, 90% was planned by March. I was ready to go. Like, I was like, let's do this. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So we just were like putting things in our Google Doc and our Excel Mm -hmm. sheet. We're probably like the weirdest bride and groom you'll ever meet. But (laughs) I highly suggest Google Docs and Excel for (laughs) planning weddings. (laughs) Well, you know what? You can always access it no matter where you are. So that is true. That is very true. Mm -hmm. Good tip. Okay. So what was your original wedding date and location? So our original wedding date was going to be July 25th, 2020, and we stuck to our wedding date. Okay. Um, It's the day we met, and it was the day we got engaged. Um, And we were like, we're not going to let this day go away, especially because it's on a Saturday. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I was like, you know, we're going to keep this date. Um, So that was our original date. And we were going to get married in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, at a hall, at the Masonic Hall. And it was real cool. It was a cool looking venue. The upstairs had like a pool table where the boys were going to get ready. Um, we were definitely like looking for a venue to do like one-stop shopping. Like, you know, the ceremonies upstairs, receptions downstairs, party all night long. We're going to have a short ceremony because we wanted to party. <laughs> um, so that was basically our, our main goals with planning our wedding and what we were trying to do. Very nice. I, I, I love that. I love that so much. Um, all right. So before COVID-19 and, you know, think back in January when everyone was like, you know, pretending 2020 was, I mean, 2020 is still our year. Let's be real. But like when, you know, we had no idea what was going to come in the 
months ahead of us. So like at that point, what were y'all going to do this year? Like in terms of the timing of like your bachelorette, your bridal shower, like where were these things going to take place? Like tell us about all of that good fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so my husband was originally going to have his bachelor party in, I think, Bangor, Maine. I don't know what, what is uh, <laughs> with Maine um, and this place called Bangor. Um, I don't know. When I, when I think of Maine, I think of Stephen King books. I'm sorry if anybody <laughs> is from Maine, but like ghost stories <laughs> and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, so they were going to like rent an Airbnb and I think they were going to do like um, I don't know if they were going to paintball or something, but they had a, like a long list of like bro activities that they were going to do. And we both had, he had seven groomsmen. I had eight bridesmaids. So we were just going to make a party out of it. I was supposed to have a bridal shower in March. No, I was supposed to have a bridal shower in May. I'm sorry, in May. <laughs> and I was going to have my bachelorette party in New York City. And it, it took... It took months to plan um, the bachelorette party because getting everyone's finances and dates and hotel arrangements down is a lot. Uh, I feel like the boys got it together a lot longer than the girls. And I will say truthfully through this process that that, that part hurt the, the bachelorette party because um, I was like, oh my God, we planned everything. So yeah, bachelorette party, um, bridal shower. So yeah, those are the things that were um, pretty much planned before the uh before the shutdown in January. Um, and we did not get to do those things. Man, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you definitely looked like you were a little hurt about the bachelorette. I was. Um, so I have actually been a bridesmaid seven times. <laughs> um, so I oh. have been in. Oh. Yes. So, so yeah. I, definitely. So I, I have been in seven um, weddings. I've been in seven bachelorette parties. I, I've, I planned seven, you know, like, you know, you like the magic number was seven. So yeah, the bachelorette party, it was very, and the bridal shower too. I was just very like, man, here's, here's my time. And I wanted it. However, I will say that my, my bridal party came together and they threw me a virtual bachelorette party. Um, and it was Ooh. a little surprise that they planned with my husband. We went out for, so a little story time. They told, um, they were texting my husband, my maid of honor and my matron of honor. I did too. And basically my husband told me that our sink was broken. So we were out the house for the whole day and my matron of honor and maid of honor came into our apartment and they decorated the place. So when I came back from our full day thinking that people were, um, fixing our sink. Mind you, the sink was never broken. Like, I don't know why I did not check. <laughs> um, I came back to balloons and flowers and shirts made, a basket full of bridal shower goodies. We played games on Zoom and it, it, they they did come through. They, they they made me feel very, very, very special. And I do, I do feel fulfilled. But in the moment um, before, I was definitely like, I don't even get a bachelorette party or a bridal shower. Like, I, I think that I was being, I was a little bitter um, for a few months. <laughs> I, I get like, it. Yeah, I was like, I've done this seven times and I don't even get my moment, you know. And I, I was definitely more upset about that. But definitely to, if anyone is helping a friend um, plan a wedding, it, it really does make the difference in your bridal sanity <laughs> to, to, to feel appreciated. Cause I think that's what's so hard about when you plan a wedding, like nothing, 
you know, you obviously you care more about your wedding than anybody else, but you do need support. You know, you're, you're going into this new phase of your life and, you know, you often feel like, you know, you still, you still want to have your friends, your homegirls around, like, even though you're not single anymore and you can't do the crazy things that you used to do, you still want those moments with your friends. You don't want to feel forgotten about. So if you're planning a wedding for somebody, you know, are, are helping to, or, or in a wedding for somebody, make sure that you still make sure that they feel appreciated. It goes a long way. I completely agree. I think I was mourning the loss of a bachelorette this year, like in those first months. Oh my gosh. I think that more than like pushing off the wedding or having to like do something different about the wedding. Cause I didn't realize like how much fun all that too. Like you get a girl's trip. How many opportunities do you get like all of these girls or all these friends in like one place at one time to yeah. do something and then it's like now you have a whole pandemic i mean granted like well we're in georgia so we can do whatever we want <laughs> we have no restrictions what <laughs> what coronavirus there's not a pandemic in this state um but i mean like even still just being like super super cautious and not wanting to like travel unnecessarily and do all that so yeah girl i'm a hundred percent here with you hopefully at some point though like you can still have your like really awesome trip even if it's you know like a wife lorette i don't know how <laughs> i don't know what the word's going to be i think you're be. starting a new trend already a wife roulette. i love that <laughs> yeah yeah it can happen. It can definitely happen. Definitely. I like that idea, actually. I was like, hmm, let's pin that. <laughs> Why florets? Yes. Writing it down. Go ahead, write it down, because we're going to talk about that. Anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So what made you ultimately change your plans? Well, technically, I mean, yeah, you kind of change your plans. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. So the date was very important to us and that definitely was driving motivation. I'll start there. We're also both teachers. So the, the summer is precious. I always joke that like, I do not want to get married in the fall or the spring and like, think about like little Timmy or like, you know, think about the homework assignments or like, you know, just like, I don't want to be stressed slash like kids are germy. I don't want to have pink eye at my wedding real fair. <laughs> <laughs> like I had, like you get weird wedding dreams. And like, I had so many weird wedding dreams of me having pink eye, like conjunctive, full on conjunctivitis like, at my wedding day from one of my students, which is like, it, whatever, you don't get pink eye that much as a teacher, but like, whatever. Um, I was like, so worried about it. Um, <laughs> so those are like driving forces of like, okay, do we push this to next year, next summer? Do I really want to go through the stress? Cause like, you know, I, it, it's crazy. Like it, it sounds so cliche, but like you really, like you hear people say planning a wedding is stressful, but until you're in it, and I hate to be that person that says like, just wait till you're a bride. But like, it, it's so true. Like I, I, like, I just was like, oh my goodness, like, I completely have underestimated wedding planners and like coordinators. And there, there's so much that, that happens in a wedding. And, you know, the, the opinion piece, it, true, it is also true about weddings. Like, you know, 
you hear things from, I heard things from aunts. <laughs> I heard things from my parents, like things that I didn't know people cared about. And it comes out and I, I was shocked. Like, I feel like every week I had like a new wedding story to like tell my husband being like, well, my aunt said this or my mom said it. Like, you know, and you, you feel this pressure. So I was, I was very much like, I don't know if I want to do this plan this wedding for another year or like maybe I should plan this wedding for another year to give everyone what they want. And ultimately, you know, I had to sit down with myself <laughs> and you have to bring yourself back to reality and you have to remember, why are you getting married? You know, you have to bring yourself to this place of what am I doing? Like, yes, I want this. I, I do want the party and the celebration and the traditions that go with a wedding that make a wedding beautiful. But like, I'm also committing myself to this amazing human being. And I'm saying, I want to start my life with this person. And I, I'm, you know, I'm doing these things with, with him. We're becoming a, a, a team. Like we were a team before, but now we're like, you know, we're full on team. Like there's no more draft picks. This is it. <laughs> and, you know, we, I had to sit down with myself cause you know, he was like, he was ready. Like he was just like, all right, pandemic, guess we're going to the courthouse. And I was like, oh! <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Like, wait a minute. Like I have a dress. Um, is the courthouse <laughs> even open? Um, so, you know, you know, it, like I, the, the woman things came into me, but you know, when I sat down and really thought about what, what I was doing and what, what was important. And I did this for, and I was going to replan for me. Everything from there became so much easier. Um, and became so, it, it transformed even the vibe of our wedding because so much of our wedding was really about us and our love and our commitment. And it was, it was amazing, but like the, the sitting down piece, like even if, even when this pandemic is over, my biggest thing that I would tell brides is like, at some point in your wedding planning, just sit and think about the commitment, take a step back from the planning of the flowers and the napkin folds and all the things that will be captured in pictures. And just, just think about the commitment you're making with this person. And like, I know we all hear it, a wedding is a day, but a marriage is, is it's a lifetime. And yeah, and I'll talk more about that later. But yeah, definitely sit with the commitment and think about it. Oh, man. Yeah. So much good advice. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, one thing you said that I think, like, one of the biggest takeaways from what you just said to me was, like, seriously, this pandemic really makes you like have to evaluate like, what is important and what isn't. Because I think, like, when you're planning a standard wedding with, like, hundreds of guests, all the other stuff is just kind of, like, you know, it's, like, kind of fluff to an extent. Like, some of it is because, like, because you're having, like, this event of a certain magnitude and it's, be like, you then have to, like, start to consider all these things when it comes to like the food and the aesthetics and the linens and the, you know, like all of these little things because weddings are such like a huge thing for, it's really about the guest experience. Like a lot of it is really about like, what is their big takeaway from it? And like, what is the big thing that they're going to love and enjoy and stuff like that? Even though like, yes, it's very much about like you and your significant other and like becoming a union, but like, there is so much that is about like everybody else. So like 
the pandemic is such a blessing and a curse for like all of us that were getting married this year and even like next year because it makes you have to like strip all of the like unnecessary stuff and you can focus really on like you your boo and what you want to do to make yourself look cute make the day feel like a wedding to you and you realize that like a lot of it is so much cheaper <laughs> because you have yeah. so many less people to consider um so yeah i yeah. love that love 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 that um all right so y'all knew july 25th that's your date like you can tattoo it on your forehead i mean i know you would but like that that's <laughs> that's your day so like when y'all decided all right so COVID is a very real thing here. Like what were the steps y'all took in terms of like switching venues? Like how did y'all start to kind of like shift everything? Yes. Um, so first thing first, sit in your feelings. And like that, that's, that's something that was very hard for me. Like, <laughs> cause I, I'm not a person to sit in my feelings, but like, you know, it's grieving, like grieving plans. Like, you know, it's one thing to grieve, like going out with your friends or missing a birthday party because you were sick. But this was like, I'm not even sick. <laughs> like, why can't I have my wedding? Um, so sit in your feelings. So first step, sit in your feelings, cry it out. You are not in a place to move forward and until you get this emotion out. So until you're in a place where you actually feel like you can sit in front of a computer and, and, and plan accordingly. So like once I grieved it out, like once I got, you know, cause I was getting calls that week, like the cruise was canceled for the honeymoon. Then the venue was like, eh, we don't really know. Like I had to sit in my feelings. So I sat in my feelings. And after I sat in my feelings, I was like, all right. And we, and we decided to move on. I was like, first step first, we're gonna contact our vendors. And we're going to basically see what we can do, but maybe we don't have to get rid of all of them. If we know we're gonna get married on July 25th, who can we use? Who should we um, use maybe later or for a different celebration? We chose not to ask for money back from our venue just because we feel like it's a pandemic. We're still very fortunate to have our jobs. And um, we, were going, we, were, we hired a private bartender and we basically, and this is so weird, but advice to brides, I was like, in five years, hopefully I'm pregnant. Will you come back for a baby shower? I won't be able to drink, but I'll have the best baby shower of all time. <laughs> um, and they promised to hold the deposit. So our venue held our deposit. Um, our bartender held our deposit. Um, and like we contacted my caterer and everyone was super, ver like very understanding. And so basically like moving forward, we're going to like figure out what to do with like our band, things like that. They're all paid. <laughs> um, so, um, but we basically, um, there were some things that I had to figure out. So um, once I contacted all my vendors, I basically was like, okay, makeup artist is already booked. Let me contact her, tell her that we're going to move forward. Do you feel comfortable? Always make sure you ask your vendors, do they feel comfortable? Because it, it, it is, you know, it's, it's a pandemic. <laughs> um, and, you know, also just make sure you ask them to some, some, a little tip I, I think might be helpful is like, all right, if you do fall sick, do you like, who can I call as a backup? <laughs> like if you were to get sick, who, who can I call? Very real thing. Um, what precautions do you have? I wanted to make sure that I was safe. My makeup artist was safe. Um, things like that. So the makeup artist was still able to come. My photographer, who was amazing, was um, still available to come. And the social butterflies, who did my florals and built my arch the day of my wedding. Talent. <laughs> um, 
built it and did my flower count and everything were available. And that was, those were the ingredients. I was like, all right, great. (laughs) Photographer, makeup artist, and florals. And we basically decided to go with a different caterer. Um, We also had a, let me rewind actually a little bit. After we contacted our vendors, we then thought about who do we want there? And that's the heartbreaking part because you're like, woo, (laughs) you know, like we planned for this 200 person something wedding, but like it's not safe right now slash who, you know, you don't want to offend anybody. You know, I was getting a little bit of my feeling. So we came back to earth and we basically were like, all right, we owe it to our parents. Like we love our parents. They have to see us get married. Our siblings, they have to see us get married. Boom. Like that's all that we're going to have. Um, and my husband's best friend actually married us. So he was our officiant. So he was there and my husband is an officiant and is going to marry them next year. (laughs) That, that was a plan (laughs) ahead of time. So that was, so they were able to come. So we had 10 people in total. Some other things that we were able to do was after we kind of figured out the numbers of things, it began to get fun again. Like it began to be like, okay, you know, I'm not feeding 200 people, so I don't have to do my Italian buffet <laughs> like I was originally planning um, because pasta will save you money. Um, I was like, I can have steak and I, I love steak. So we actually um, love this Brazilian steakhouse, steakhouse in Plymouth called Rio. And they're way too expensive to have for a 200 person wedding, but for 10 people, they became affordable. Um, so we contacted them and then we were like, you know what? We don't have to get rid of our wedding cake. We were going to have a big, beautiful wedding cake that was going to feed 200 people. Great. We can downsize. We can still do everything. And then a blessing came across my screen on Facebook one day. I saw an ad for Wedfully and I had already been thinking about how I could possibly make the wedding virtual. Cause I'm a teacher. So we went into remote teaching come March. So I was like, Oh, like I was getting like tech savvy on zoom and Google meets. And so I was kind of already thinking about like, how could I possibly, you know, make this experience for everyone? Maybe I should hire a videographer and send a video thinking about ways. And then when Wedfully's ad came across um, my Facebook, I signed up (laughs) Um, and yeah, they, they made the wedding possible. And I had about, I I had over (laughs) a little bit over than 200 people on our Wedfully Zoom (laughs) wedding. Um, And we made it fun. And I'll talk about a little bit about that later. But that was basically the planning process. And I promise you, if you have to downsize, if you have to take take away things like it, it becomes fun again, but you, the sitting in your feelings part is so important so that you can actually get excited again. Wow. Like along with what you were saying, how did your immediate family react to like your change and like your decision? Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a mix of emotions. My mom was definitely very like, Oh, hey, well, you can have it next year. Like, I feel like she was like, like going with this, you know, moms are very like, what are we doing? Um, And, you know, wanted the whole family there, especially because my grandmother had passed away in December. And one of her favorite things to always say was like, don't wait till a funeral to see your family. Like, 
Yeah. Weddings are the thing. Birthday parties are a thing. You have to celebrate life. You, you should not just have funerals be the only family reunion, you know, and it, it's so important, especially, um, you know, me and um, my husband, Matt, we both have like big families. Um, and like I had been, we had both been to a lot of weddings the year before for both of our families. And just like, we were already in the sense of like, this is about family, like, you know, weddings, family, fun. You see these people that you only see at Thanksgiving. Here's my excuse to see all the people I love. So I, w- I think that it was like a little bit hard on my family to be like, oh man, like I was going to hang out. My dad had invited all his boys from Philly. My dad's from Philly. <laughs> um, so he was kind of like bummed. <laughs> um, but I think the, the beauty of it is that people were flexible more than I I was thinking. Like, you know, this isn't like something that only happened in Massachusetts or only is happening in America. Like this is worldwide. Also just like, you know, keeping family members safe. People were very understanding. Um, And I was actually very surprised at the amount of people that were so happy that we were still getting married. That was that was the biggest surprise, I will say. Because, you know, you think that people are sad that they're not going to get food and dance and be with people. They were all just like, I'm just so happy that you're deciding to move on, like to, to, to get married and to still celebrate. And that, that just made me feel good because, you know, that is what it's about. And that's the advice that I feel like I would give to somebody too, like still get married, like still have your day. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think... My family, they got with it. And for our Zoom wedding, let me tell y'all, they dressed. Like, our guests, like, they dressed. I put on our invitations, like, make sure you use the hashtag on Cloud Clark and on Cloud Clark Take Two. And people used it. And we saw the social media pictures. And people dressed. Like, my aunt wore a full-blown gown. My mom's friends. Oh. Like, they got their hair done. Like they, like, they acted like it was a wedding. They came accordingly. Um, they dressed to impress and yeah, I was also surprised at how much people follow directions that was what you put in the <laughs> picture. I, I was, I was very shocked. Like I said, make sure you have some sparkling for the toast and everyone had their like champagne glasses ready. It was like my classroom dreams come true. <laughs> um, so yeah. Very nice. Yes. I love that everyone came dressed. Yes. yes. Was, oh my gosh. I was watching um, Cara's IG, um, and of course, we had Cara on a while ago, um, but her and her husband, they attended a virtual wedding, and they were both dressed as well. So I was like, oh, I like that idea. You yeah, know? when like I, I said, saw that, it, it gave me hope. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, people are going to like actually you know, like really feel like they're attending a wedding because like Mm -hmm. I'll have conversations with folks at work and they'll say stuff like, oh yeah, you know, I attended like a virtual wedding earlier this year. I almost forgot. I just, you know, like they make it (laughs) seem like it's something, you know, someone just going on IG live or something. They just like pulled it up and I'm thinking, uh, but maybe that like, maybe that's also maybe that couple was just like, Hey, whatever, like just tune in. They didn't care. It's the presentation. I, I yeah. It's how you present it. And it's, it's definitely, yeah. you know, it's kind of like what you put into it. And I encourage every bride is, you know, I started joking around and calling myself a Zoomzilla because that's what I was <laughs> by the end of this. Like I was like, my wedding is starting promptly at five o'clock. 
like I texted invitations. So I did paper invites and I followed up with a text invite from paperless post with the link. And I, you know, and, and Wedfully helped me out. Like if you needed assistance, they were available. <laughs> um, like, a, like a week leading up, like, you know, it, it's what you make it. And like, you know, I, I, that's what I learned too. People follow directions. Like they were on that call at five o'clock. They knew. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's good. That's good. And we all know what they say about black people. We are never on time. So the fact that they were on time, like, that doesn't mean I started the wedding on time, though. Oh. That, that, that was the plan, girl. That was the plan. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, tell people 5 o'clock, come out at like 5.15. <laughs> that was the plan. My husband's family. That's funny. <laughs> My husband's family was there all on time. but. <laughs> oh gosh no but I'm happy that everything like went accordingly you know yes it it went better than I could have ever imagined it it was amazing okay so like I remember that you saying that there was over 200 people um on the zoom call but like how many people like were there like the exact number if you remember it at all I don't even know I wish I could really you know that like people like are coupled up. So that means they're only on yeah. one. Um, so my parents, this was beautiful for them. So, you know, um, I gave them 10 invitations, like as a couple, like my parents are very social. Like I swear they know everybody in black Boston. <laughs> um, and they're very, 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 very social people. And so like telling them like, here are your 10 invitations. That means like 10 of your closest friends as a couple, not like dad's friends, not like mom's friends, like was hard for them in the beginning. Cause they were like, but your auntie, this, your uncle, that your cousin, this. And I'm like, I don't know who those people are. So when we had the zoom wedding, you know, it opens up this world of you can now invite whoever you want. And so my mother handed out that zoom link. Like it was candy. Like, like it was like, Oh, hi, mom's coworker from 10 years ago. Um, and (laughs) my, my dad invited everyone he knew in Philly. I, you know, my mom invited all of her friends that she wanted to invite. Um, so it was, in a way it was the silver lining was that we never got to send out our original wedding invitations. And it kind of worked out because no one knew that they weren't like originally invited. Oh yeah. Big tip. Um, and so, you know, we got, we were able to invite so many more people and it was so much funner for my parents like that. Cause you know, they wanted to share the wedding experience with all of their people. Um, and even though we were having a 200 person wedding, there was definitely more people that saw our wedding. Um, so our guests plus, plus more. So I, I don't know the exact number, but, um, judging from the gratitude of everyone that sent us a gift and sent us love and text messages. It, it, it was a lot. It was, it was so much outpouring of love, support, <laughs> um, amazing gifts that I like, I was like, wow, I probably should have thrown like an even bigger wedding. <laughs> like, you know, like, I was like, wow, yeah. you know, like this is, you know, it, it was great. So it, yeah, definitely was more people there and we can't wait to get the video because um, people have been asking for 
our wedding video that missed it, which was shocking. Cause I was like, oh, wow. Like you also don't know who like didn't make it. Um, so like, it was like people who didn't make it like still want to see it. And I, I've been very surprised that they've been like bugging me for the video. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Even I want to see this video now. <laughs> I'll make sure to say it. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. So for the people that were actually there in person, so basically your family, what type of like COVID-19 management did y'all put in place? Like what did y'all tell them to do or whatever, like leading up to the wedding? Definitely. So because we were just doing our parents and siblings, the main thing was like, hey, we know you, you're kind of all in our bubble anyways, but like be safe in quarantine for like two weeks. Like, and his family, very easy. My family, very different. Um, my mom is like, like, I'm like, she's thrown social distance, like everything, social distance, cookout, social distance, birthday party, social distance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, like, I see that you're being creative, oh like, you know, Zoom movie nights. Like, she's just so social. Um, and my dad, even though he doesn't think he's social, is so social. Like, they are just extroverts, like extreme extroverts. And so, you know, just telling them like, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. Um, and they did it. They, 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 they honored the wishes. They stayed safe and they, they, you know, they were good for the wedding. We did not have masks at our wedding since they were like already in our bubble and I was seeing them and we were already um, with families and we quarantined too for two weeks. Um, that was hard for my friends. Um, cause they also, you know, your friends want to do stuff with you leading up to the wedding. And I think all of my bridesmaids thought that I was crazy. Um, but I was like, I cannot see you. If you need to drop something off, leave it on my porch. I'm not coming out my house. <laughs> um, like I was very like, I, I cannot get like, that was like another crazy dream I had that I caught COVID <laughs> on my wedding day. Didn't happen. But like, you know, the anxiety, you feel the anxiety for two weeks. So having 10 people, I would say 10 people that you already are, they're already in your bubble. Definitely. I think helps with like, it also feeling like a wedding. Like, you know, my parents didn't have to wear masks. We were able to hug each other. I was able to dance with my dad at my wedding day, which is like, you know, I, it's, it was, that was another best moment of my life. Like, you Aww. know, being able to dance with my daddy, even though we didn't get to dance to GMX, but <laughs> yeah, he, he's a real party one, but <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what song was <laughs> You know, he's like, y'all gonna make me lose all yeah, that, <laughs> that was the original. We were gonna come out to that. My dad and <laughs> me. Um he's Love a, I like it. To describe him. I say Samuel L. Jackson's like his twin. Like you know how every Samuel L. Jackson always plays yeah. a yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my dad. <laughs> you know. So, you know, and we we're just I was such a daddy's girl, you know. So being able to just like be that close to my dad and hug my mother-in-law and hug my mom and take pictures snuck together gave it the wedding feeling. So I do yeah. think if you want a wedding feeling, go small and know your bubble. <laughs> know your bubble. Yeah. Um, know people who are responsible and go from there. Love it. And I'm happy that they honored your wishes, you know? Yeah. Even yes. though, like, I know it's difficult because, you know, it's hard to stay in the house, especially if you're not used to being in the house all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm happy that they honored your wishes. They sure did. And no one caught COVID after the wedding. So that's the real test, right? Awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. Good. Seriously. Yeah. Good. All safe and great. And our, our caterers did wear masks. 
um, and they were safe. And they, they told us like ahead of time and my makeup artist did since she was working on my face and my photographer, like everyone who was coming outside of our bubble made sure that they were safe. And I made sure to ask them too, like, what are their precautions? Um, so just make sure in the wedding process that you're also asking those questions to people who aren't in your bubble so that no one right, can yeah. after the wedding. Yeah. Right. Because we've seen so many articles of family members who have attended these weddings and, you know, like the grandmother passes away and it's just like, it's just like, it's just a lot. And so I I couldn't even imagine that even happening, but I'm happy that everyone was safe. Yes. Safety Mm -hmm. first and, you know, you got to be safe. And like something I don't mind sharing with other brides too is like, um, I have a brother who has special needs um, and he lives in a group home and he he was not able to attend the wedding physically um, just because, you know, like they, you know, they want to make sure their house is safe and, and like coming to a wedding, even if we're all protecting ourselves. But like he had so much fun watching it on Zoom. Like he, he still got a shout out. I made sure on our wedding website that there was tons of pictures. So like, you know, if someone can't make it due to something like definitely, you know, work with that person like it. You can really make a virtual wedding feel like a wedding and there's ways to include people. There's, you know, you can almost be yeah. more creative. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. So speaking about the wedding, like what were the order of events? Yes. So we yeah. rented Airbnb um, for the second time of our wedding. Um, we had a great host. We rented a, a beautiful log cabin um, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and um, which is like kind of by the water. It's like... Um, I don't know if y'all know Massachusetts geography, but there's actually lots of water here. Okay. <laughs> um, so we had lots of scenery, but basically we came in Friday, um, we settled, we had fun going to the liquor store and getting all our champagne um, and picking. And it, it was fun um, because like, we were also able to get like, make sure like we could stock the bar of everyone's favorite things. Um, so that was a real plus. And then Saturday I think what was so amazing about our wedding was that like, we actually got time with each other. Like we actually got to like eat breakfast with each other and be like, "Hmm, we get married today. That's cool. Um, And we actually got to like, like I got to put the tablecloths on um, where we were going to have like our mini reception and and decorate the space and move around furniture. Um, So for me, that was great um, to be able to move around furniture and stuff because like I'm such a control freak and like, part of my big wedding that was freaking me out was like not being able to like decorate things. Cause you're like getting your makeup done and stuff. So I was like, okay, I feel good that like I got to position the chairs and like the charger plates and like, I got to do the nap, <laughs> like, you know, the control in me. Um, so it was pretty like, you know, loungy and we were calm. We made a promise to each other that like starting around two o'clock, we weren't going to see each other. Um, <laughs> and that's when like the action like took place, like the social butter which is a wedding coordination vendor. Um, They were so great. They came in promptly at two o'clock and built our arch. (laughs) And like, I, I'm just like such a visionary where I was like, I'm going to like make the arch myself. Like I was like telling them like, I'm going to do this. They're like, no, 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 we got this. Like they came in with a hammer and a drill, like two o'clock in the afternoon and built our arch and used like, they went above and beyond my expectations. So like 
if you are a control freak, also learn that like you cannot control everything on your actual wedding day. That was very hard for me. And like, (laughs) it was, it was beautiful to like actually have somebody take your vision and make it better than what you were expecting. And part of that comes from like, you also have to let go. (laughs) Wedding is a a truly, uh, planning a wedding is truly a developmental experience, (laughs) Um, character development experience. So I, um, they came in, they built the arch. My makeup artist came in, she did my face and it was so funny. She was like, do you want to look natural or do you want to look dolled up? And I was like, it's my wedding girl. Like do it up, do everything. I want lashes. I want the whole nine yards. Like do my eyebrows, everything. (laughs) So she did my face. Um, the photographer had came and took pictures of all the scenery before, um, which I highly suggest, um, get pictures while everything is still (laughs) and people don't come in touch. We told our guests to come at four o'clock. Uh, we were getting married at five. We told them, I'm sorry. We told our guests to come at three o'clock. We're getting married at five. Me and Matt wanted to do a first look at four. I highly suggest a first look, especially because like, you, you, the nerves are real on your wedding day. And it also was just nice because we got married in the summer and it was hot. <laughs> so like I had a moment to kind of like touch up, touch up my face a little bit. So, um, at four o'clock we did the first look and I walked outside and we got these beautiful pictures of us meeting each other on the front lawn and, and seeing each other for the first time. And we took all of our family pictures before like under our arch before the ceremony. And that helped a lot with just like making sure that we caught every moment we wanted to. We brought our dog to the wedding. So we wanted to get her in pictures of her getting ready. Um, So there's lots of pictures of her putting on her dress um, and her modeling around. And we, that was something we wanted. So I definitely advise like making sure that you get pictures before of of things. and, you know, cause you're going to get the ceremony pictures, but like so much after your wedding, like even with as small of a wedding that I had, it was like, okay, like it's time to cut the cake. It's time for the food. It's time to like, you know, people were calling us after, like you just get so busy. Um, so definitely do everything as much as you can before, if you can do it before. And that was pretty much, oh yeah. And then after that, after, after four o'clock, five o'clock came and we had our camera set up for our Zoom wedding um, and we did our ceremony. Our ceremony was so beautiful. Um, we, I, we decided to, we wrote our vows, but we didn't say our vows because um, we were scared of nerves. So we had our officiant read our vows. Uh, so she was like, Matthew, this is what Christina wants to say to you. Um, Matt, and uh, Christina, this is what Matthew wants to say to you. And it just helped to like hear it <laughs> and, and be able to look at him. And, you know, the vows are so important. And I, I always tell my husband that there's moments of your wedding where time freezes. And it, it's so weird. Like there's just moments where like time seems to freeze and like you don't feel rushed. And then there's times that it, you feel like you're being rushed and like there's things that are a blur. But when you're at the altar, I, I kid you not, time freezes. It's like a movie. Like <laughs> you're holding your man's hand and you're just like, this is it. And like, you know, it was such a sure decision and nothing else mattered. And, you know, even though people were on zoom, you still feel all those eyes on you. So even if you think you're getting, getting out of that, (laughs) people looking at you, people are looking at you. Um, some people unmuted themselves during the wedding. I heard you, but, (laughs) uh, you know, cheering us on and stuff. 
so yeah, that was pretty much the time of events. Wedfully did a great job with um, helping to also set up things so that timing went according to plan. So um, a half hour before the Zoom chat was open for people to come in. Um, and we had, um, basically like, a what do you call it? Um, it was a slideshow of us. So it was like, well, so when you first came to zoom, it was like a shared screen of like the wedding of Christina Presley and Matthew Clark. So it, looked, it was like the program and we were able to like have a slide of all our loved ones that passed away. So we still honored them. We were able to have a shout out to our groomsmen and our bridesmaids. And we were also able to um, give a shout out to our vendors. So we had a slide that was like, thank you, Wedfully. Thank you, you know, our caterer, our photographer, just to make sure we gave things. Cause especially like, you know, in a pandemic, small businesses really need all the, you know, things that they could get. So it felt good to shout them out. Um, and our playlist, we've got so many compliments on our playlist. Like it was, like you would have sworn it was a DJ. Matt made the Spotify really? list. Yes. Oh yeah. Like I, I made this Spotify list and I thought that I had moves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why was I put together this R and B playlist? Like I was like, oh my okay. god. Like, like all of my friends were texting me, being like, Christina, good job. And I was like, that that wasn't me, y'all. That wasn't my black touch on that. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he did it up, y'all. Like he had some Monica in there. Okay, uh, Monica, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, come back. Um, so you know, he he made an amazing playlist. So everybody was like dancing before and Wedfully caught that. Um so it, I mean, the advice, the co- feedback that we've gotten from our guests is everyone felt like they were at a wedding. They were like, oh, as soon as it opened, like the Zoom chat opened with the shared screen and the music playing in the background, like, and we still did our first dance and my dad and me still did our dance and me and my mom danced. Um, me and my mom danced to Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Um, <laughs> and just like, you know, we still did the Wesley things of people watching, like, they had so much fun and like Wedfully caught everyone like dancing, like on like, like on their Zoom camera. They did some like cool thing where they were like able to like video people like dancing. Yeah, we did that. Um, the best part of our wedding. Sorry, I'm so long winded. I'm like, no, no, I love this. The best part of our wedding was we still got to get our speeches. So as you know, I've been a bridesmaid seven times. So I feel like I have been waiting for this speech. Like I have given so many speeches at weddings. I have, you know, and as a teacher, like I'm like, I'm a perfectionist. I want to make sure that like I'm capturing this moment. So I was like, I want this. So um, our best man, he gave his speech on our wedding day. He was, and he was able to do it. They were able to like turn the Zoom over to him. Um, it's amazing what you can do with technology. I'm telling you, like, so everyone heard our best man speech. Then they turned it over to my matron of honor. Everyone heard her speech. Then they turned it over to my maid of honor. Everyone heard her speech. We had a Zoom dress rehearsal that we didn't see their speeches, but they ran it by with our Zoom coordinator. And amazing. Like, it, it was like, everyone was like, oh, wow, I got the speeches. And my husband gave a, a thank you toast to everybody. Uh, so everyone had their champagne glasses. Um, and he gave a speech that basically was like, all right, y'all, <laughs> like, you know, we hope that we can, you know, be together in 2021. Because we was thinking about what to do with like a reception of everyone. But he was just like, you know, we don't know. Like now that the pandemic has gone into July, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, our jobs are looking like we're going to be teaching from a computer. In yeah. September. Like it might be, you know, a little bit later. And that's when we like made the joke and, and still carrying the joke. But it's kind of not funny because it's probably going to be true. Like, you know, probably just going to have to throw a lavish baby shower. <laughs> and <laughs> use all of the vendors that would have been at our wedding for our baby yeah. shower. And, you know, maybe we'll use one of the caterers for like a housewarming or something one day. Like, you know, like. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you're getting a bang for your buck. But we did everything that you would do at a wedding. And like I said, people called us like as soon as the zoom was over, which like people would not hang up. Um, <laughs> like I was like eating my delicious steak and like my phone was buzzing. My mom kept being like, talk to your aunt. So I went though. Like, you know, people still wanted to be there. Yeah. I felt like I got hugged from everybody. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a wedding. Like I, I feel like I, I had a wedding. No regrets. Wow. Oh, I love it. Yes, it was the best day ever. It really was. <laughs> Did y'all have like, like breakout rooms or like, how, how were you able to like speak to your guests and stuff like that? Yeah. So that was an option that was presented to us was we could do breakout rooms. Um, mm-hmm. I decided to keep it real simple and keep everyone on the same chat. Um, yeah. I had 90 year old aunts and uncles that showed up to the Zoom. <laughs> like they got real tech savvy, like computers, tablets, like right. you know, people saw us. I have family in South Carolina that came that, you know, I don't know when's the last time they've been to a wedding, but <laughs> you know, they, they were ready. Um, so I, I didn't want to do breakout because I thought it was going to get a little too tech savvy, but I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, people were definitely talking to each other in the chat. Um, <laughs> I got the, the, the chat transcript. So um, I definitely see who was talking to who. People were having <laughs> and stuff back and forth. So, and so I kept it, especially since my parents were passing out the Zoom link, we kept it so everyone just saw us the whole time and Wedfully was able to mute everyone. Um, so even if somebody tried to unmute, they quickly caught it. Um, they were on it. They managed this wedding beautifully um and i have some loud family members like y'all should have seen my high school graduation people were like screaming <laughs> so the fact that they were able to catch the, like uh, before <laughs> the big screen came out they did a great job and people were able to see us some great things um that i could not have done by myself that wedfully did was like we didn't really have like an aisle because we got married on a porch and so i was like oh like people aren't going to really see me walk down an aisle. So I guess we're just going to have to like be at the arch when it's time for the wedding. And our wedding coordinator, Hope, shout out to her. um, She basically was like, oh no, I see some stairs. Mind you, she did the wedding coordination from Zoom. I've never met her in person. Yeah. What? I've never met her in person. She did this all from Zoom. The day before she did our Zoom Zoom, uh, rehearsal. And she basically was like, I see some steps. And I was like, yeah, there's some stuff. She's like, okay, what if we do something different and you shine the camera down the steps so people would walk up the stairs? So we actually had a professional. So like my mom walked up first, then his mom, then like it it, it was like a wedding. And then I met, you know, we were at the altar. And so the guests saw everything and they taught me some other things. Like I was thinking I had to buy like a camera and she told me like your iPhone has an amazing camera. Like you, you'd be surprised. So I was like, it can't be that good. When I say our video is crystal clear, <laughs> like it, it's amazing. Like it, you know, all we needed was the tripods and our phones. Um, and the phones are great because if you lose Wi-Fi access, you have data. So that's another great thing that I learned from Wedfleet. So like they, like it 
Like it truly does like make a difference to hire someone for that. Like it, it really does. Like if you can use Wetfully or whatever other companies are out there that are doing this now, it, it, it's really worth it to make sure that your guests get the experience. Cause I've seen some weddings too on Facebook live and like, you can't hear, <laughs> um, you're just looking and you're like, Oh, she looks <laughs> nice. But we use the Bluetooth speaker. So, um, we were able to use a Bluetooth. Speaker so like everyone heard every word of our officiant. My mother did a reading, his mom did the reading for jumping up the broom. We jumped the broom. Everyone saw. Um, we were able to do, I and mean, we were able to do so much. And people, heard, people were able to hear and see clearly. Um, and I think that's what makes the big difference. So it really does make a difference to have someone who knows what they're doing with that stuff. Because I was, I was overly impressed. I thought that I knew something since I was a remote teacher. <laughs> um, the past few months, like I was like, I know how to use Zoom. Um, but they, they know how to use Zoom better than me. <laughs> wow. I really want to see this video now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. They sent oh, us raw man. footage. And I was like, can you guys make, like, they offered us the highlight reel as an option that they can make. And I was like, here's my money. Take it. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, my God, the raw footage is this good. I want to see, like, a edited, put together yeah. thing. Um, but it, it was I also got like a, you know, a videographer out of this experience. I was not going to have one in my original wedding. And mm -hmm. now because of Zoom and the recording, I have a videographer. Right. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to view this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you're going to send it our way when yeah. you get it. Um, <laughs> okay. So two more questions. So you've kind of mentioned a little bit about like how you made it interactive for your guests, but like what other things did you like send out or like tell your guests to do to like, you know, kind of get them in the mood? Yeah. So, um, like I said, presentation is everything. Um, in our Zoom invite, we made a fun. We found like this cute invite with like a cartoon of us both in masks. <laughs> um, so that was like kind of our invite. And we were like, you know, we still do like do. So like, even though the wedding invitation was kind of sad being like, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this virtual thing and it's going to be amazing. Um, and so our wedding invitation had a little bit of humor. It was a little sad, but then it was like, go to our wedding website. So I redid our whole wedding website. Um, before I sent out the invitation and our wedding website, I had like a link that was like, meet the family. <laughs> so it was like pictures of like me and Matt all from us growing up. And there was like captions of like what this was. And so like, you know, my wedding website before was just like, all right, here's just where you're going to find the registry. But now it's an experience. So like I changed the wedding website so that it was a whole experience. Like you had to click on the meet the family link. And then there was a, you know, our story and I, you know, and I put some humor in there too. Like I was like, this is our story. This would have been on a cute chalkboard at the real thing, but now you have to look at it here. <laughs> um, and so people liked that and they were able to see like um, kind of like our story. People didn't know our story. Also, like, since my mom passed out the link like it was candy, people got to know us a little bit more. Um, and I also, um, we just did a house fund for our registry. 
um, which people were very generous. Um, I love that. Yeah. What? And like with the house fund, like I put like, I put in the the note section, like under the house fund, I was just like, recommend communities for us to live in. And I didn't think people were going to send it, take it seriously. And they did. (laughs) Like they were like, live here or like, look here. And I learned about a, a lot of Massachusetts towns that I didn't know existed. The other fun thing that I did with my guests, um, that will be really fun on our one year anniversary is with our wedding invitation, I sent out, um, advice to the Mr. and Mrs. So instead of people sending back an RSVP card, I had the mail back advice. So, and I told them, I was like, we're going to read this on our wedding night. And if you, there's no date, but if you send it back, you know, before our wedding night, like we'll just read it on our one year anniversary. And guests got super interactive with it. I was shocked. (laughs) People gave very good advice. Some people had to add pieces of paper together. They got really into it. Um, It also was cool because that's something you usually do for a a bridal shower. But since I didn't have a bridal shower, people, you know, really went all out with it. And it was also cool to like, see what my uncles wrote. (laughs) Um, And what was also like really nice too about it it was like people because I like stamped it and was like mail this back people participated <laughs> um so like if you're going to do anything interactive you know still make it so that like people can participate like I was like if I don't put a stamp on this I'm not going to get it back <laughs> um, so I didn't really make it a choice but people gave us advice um which was something that was interactive and then I had also asked people in the invitation when they mailed back the advice cards to also mail back their email address address and telephone number. Um, and the reason I did that was I was just like, maybe like, as I put the virtual link on our website, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to make it so that no one's going to ask me any questions on my wedding day about like where to find this link, or I don't know how to use the computer. I'm going to make it really accessible. So people send me their email addresses and their telephone numbers. So I was able to send out reminders. <laughs> um, so on paperless posts, you can um, do a textable invitation. Um, and that was one way to get people really excited. Um, the last thing I did, which I highly suggest, is I told people to make sure they dress up, make sure you bring a bottle of champagne, Make sure you use our hashtag so you can find us. And last but not least, it's a pandemic. We all need to help each other out. Make sure you order takeout from a small business in your neighborhood. And people did it. Like, I was like, we can't feed (laughs) y'all. But like, you know, like, if you don't want to give us a gift, fine. But like, order from a small restaurant. And people did it. Like, people were like, sending us their food, (laughs) Um, you know, and and people had fun with it, you know, and they also got to eat what they wanted. Like, I think that's like a big thing with weddings too. It's just like, you know, you don't know if you're going to like the food or not, but like, you know, people had their box of Chinese food and their champagne bottle and have fun with it. So, you know, it's what you make it and whatever you tell people, they, they will follow directions, especially because so much has gone virtual. And I think that like brides, like, you know, have this advantage now. Like if you're getting married in the fall and going forward, you have this advantage where people have already done this. And, you know, you can go, like, I think now Zoom wedding is like a hashtag, (laughs) like on Instagram. So many people have done this. Um, So you can see what you really want. And definitely it's what you make it. It's, it's, It's almost, I almost feel like my guests were more interactive with this wedding than what they would have been at my other wedding, um, which kind of made it more magical. I love it. And I love that you yeah. 
like supported a small business. Me too. You know? Like not only were they supporting you, but they also supported a small business because that's because during this pandemic, so many businesses have closed. And so I love that mm-hmm. you all thought about other people on your day. You don't find that. Definitely. If I could go back, I wish that I had like, not that like my guests didn't follow directions. They did order out, but I wish that I had made a list. Like if you're like, we have family in Jersey, like order from these restaurants if yeah. in Boston, like kind of pin it down. I mean, people um, kind of Boston. So it's like small, it's a big and small city at the same time. People all, I feel ordered from the same place, but yeah. You know, if you know there's a business struggling and most of your family is in one area, definitely try to get them to order from that place. We all got to help each other out. And I think that guests also appreciate that, like Mm -hmm. feeling the unity. The more you can bring people together, I think, you know, it's also healing, like, you know. Yeah. For so many people. Yeah. I agree. So you've given us so much advice this evening yes but is there anything else that you would like to give other COVID couples that are going through a similar situation (laughs) yeah my advice is still remember that your wedding is your day it's it it rings true like especially the closer you get to it you, you feel all the emotions um but definitely I think one thing I learned from my wedding that it's it's also a day for the people you cl- you care so much about. Like my parents, like on my wedding day, like they, they like my mom looks at my pictures every day. Like she's just so in love, and you know, and my dad and I, I made memories with the people who gave me life, <laughs> and I, I think that's one of the biggest reasons too. I don't regret putting off my wedding. Was like, you know, I'm very close to my parents, and and being able to be like, I got this moment because we we don't know what life's gonna hold. You know, but like, I still got to have this moment with my dad. I still got this moment with my mom and with my mother-in-law. And I got to have these people, the people I could have in the same room that, that mattered, that, that they came. <laughs> and I got these pictures because your pictures last forever, right? You know, and I got these staples that I get to, you know, show my kids. And, you know, also some other advice I would give too is patience is a virtue and not in the way of like putting your wedding off but you know we didn't get our honeymoon we ended up just going to the beach down the cape and it was still great i still had a great time we're going to do the cruise when the cruise opens up again and you know what it probably will be better because after remote teaching i'm probably going to need a cruise (laughs) (laughs) you know and just like you know it there's you gotta definitely you can't dwell on the what isn't happening you you really have to dwell on what is happening and you know whatever you can't do right now doesn't mean you can't do it later like you know the joke i make with the baby shower is like you know what the vent the building's not going anywhere hopefully <laughs> like you know i can do that like you know i don't i don't need to take the money back like i spent it i can have another event there you know because like my grandmother said you don't want to just gather family only for a funeral so what? I couldn't gather people for a wedding. I can do it for a birthday. I'm not 30 yet, but I'm going to turn 30 soon. <laughs> you know, I, I can gather people for a baby shower, a housewarming, uh, uh, just because there's a vaccine now party. Like there's so many other <laughs> things you can do to, you know, to celebrate life. And I think that's my last piece of advice is that it's like, you got to celebrate life. Like, you know, if this pandemic's taught us anything. It's life is precious. And you have to live your life. And if that means getting married right now, that's awesome. If you, who cares if you throw the party later, you know, like if you want to yeah. wait, 
the vaccine and throw the party later, go ahead. That party will probably be 10 times better because you won't have masks and hand sanitizer and all the things that you don't want. But, you know, live in the moment. It's all going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel okay. And celebrate, like, truly, truly, truly celebrate the life that can be around you and celebrate the life that you want to have like everything's gonna be okay like i think that's the biggest thing like i had to calm myself down when i was crying to be like it's not like there's a zombie apocalypse outside (laughs) yeah you know it's not purge night like yeah things are going to come back but in order for things to come back we have to be safe and patient and do what's in your control and so that's my biggest advice and I, I hope people take it. And again, you fall brides, you spring brides, you 2021 brides, you're at an advantage because people have already done this and yoke it up. Like seriously, like I, I always joke with my husband, like if we had gotten married in like 2022, I would do an elopement <laughs> to an island and I would have a wedding <laughs> because we also saved a lot of money. Like even though I told some of my vendors to keep the deposit, we saved a lot, a lot of money that's going to go to a house. So hopefully I'm like you, Ashley, and I'm in a house soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I love it. Oh gosh, Christina, thank you so much for all of this. Like I I was literally taking so many notes, like (laughs) around (laughs) like notes that I was preparing for like the episode or whatever I've written all around like this piece of paper. Um, You've given us so, so much. And I know there are a lot of brides like myself that are really not, I guess, kind of at this stage, maybe not struggling anymore, but trying to figure out like, how do I proceed this year? And like, how can I make this of fun and great experience for my guests as well. So you have given us all the tips, all the advice. So thank you again. We're not letting you go just yet. No problem. We're going to move to unsolicited advice. So, um, you know, you get engaged. Everyone has something to say about, you know, everything about your wedding, about your dress, about, literally every single thing. So um, every week I provide you a little bit of advice that you didn't ask for um, just so that, you know, you're super used to it. And then, you know, every now and then, like we talk to a bride that's like, no, I didn't get unsolicited advice. And I'm thinking, yes, you did. (laughs) You just don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, Literally every single person gets, oh gosh. Anyway, advice for this week is if you are opting to do like a smaller celebration this year, or if you are um, deciding, you know what, I am going to have a virtual component of my wedding. Um, You know what, you might've been in this, and I'm really speaking for kind of like the thoughts that I went through. You might've been like, oh, I'm going to have an unplugged ceremony. Why? stream it let people let people post parts of your ceremony on instagram or on facebook or like wherever tiktok i guess depending on how old you are like let them share it because i think we need to see a lot of examples of weddings occurring during all of this safe weddings occurring during all of this in the fact that like look elopements happen um all of this is 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 a new territory there's a little bit of all of us doing is not just like 
your lily white brides are doing it. Like literally every single like ethnicity that was preparing to get married in person with a whole bunch of people, whether it's this year, next year, even the following year, like this has now changed the entire course of weddings. Like, because we could have a successful uh, vaccine for coronavirus. Notice I said successful, not just the quickest, but we could have like a, a vaccine for this thing end of year, next year, when have you, Who's not to say that we are just a year or two away from the next coronavirus that shuts us down again or something like that? So you have to know how to kind of like navigate life through all this. And I think by encouraging people to, you know, like have a plugged wedding really, really allows the visibility of what this can be for so many people because you might not really think of it and maybe your guests aren't thinking about it, but like there might've been someone that is following one of your friends, one of your guests, and they see that and it could give them contacts for what to do when it's time for them. Or like they might now know, they might, you know, have a conversation like later on in the week with a friend or like a friend might get engaged and it's like, oh my gosh, I just saw this like, really beautiful wedding. I mean, I wasn't invited to it. Actually, I saw it on so-and-so's like, you know, like you never know. And so I completely understand. And I am such a, like, if we were having our ceremony in person with our 200 guests, we would have been a unplugged ceremony, but now mm-mm, everybody can see this. Cause I want everyone to see this. I want everyone to know, like we got married and I think everyone should be able to celebrate it. So that is my unsolicited advice for this week. Uh, Tania, take it away. Very nice. All right. So we're going to move into the wedding vendor love. So Christina, we're going to have you go first. Who would you like to shout out this week? I would like to shout out the Social Butterflies. Um, They did my wedding coordination and florals. Um, Val and Paige, two women, Black-owned business amazing um nothing but love and they truly bring true true talent um they took my vision and made it better than i could ever imagine very nice okay ashley would you like to go next i am actually going to recommend a wedding designer or planner rather her name is ashley mason and she um the owner and creator of Saunter Weddings and Design. And, oh my gosh, like, so, so, like, I don't know, like, the the photos that I see on her page and, like, the whole aesthetic of it all just feels so, like, I don't know, like, classy, fancy, like, very just kind of, like, prim, proper, like, weddings or whatnot. But um, she... Um, prides herself on having a phase-based process. So, you know, being very intentional with the decisions she makes. And I think, I mean, we're going to have an episode one day about um, like choosing certain vendors and things like that. And you really, really have to pick the right wedding planner. If you are going with a wedding planner, a wedding coordinator, like it can't just, that is if any 
vendor that you select throughout the process. Like that is probably the most critical because of the amount of detail. Like Christina was saying, there's so much, you don't know anything about planning a wedding until you are planning a wedding. I don't care even if you know someone that planned a wedding, there are so many details you are just not aware of until you are actually going through it yourself. There's so much you don't know how much costs until you're actually trying to spend this money on things. Flowers, linens, food is way more expensive than you would have ever imagined. So um, anyway, going back, Ashley Mason, Saunter Weddings and Design. Yeah. That's it. Saunter Wedding and Designs. Uh, what about you, Tania? Oh, the Instagram is Saunter Weddings. All right. So this week I have a baker. She is based out of Atlanta and her name is Andrea Weathers. Um, her business is, is called Sweet Details Atlanta. And let me tell y'all, you know, when we we're talking about the cupcakes and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, it's perfect because I can like mention her. She Listen, she has these donuts on her um, on her IG page that look like so luxurious and they look like when you bite into them, it's just going to melt in your mouth. Y'all, like I haven't had sweets in a minute. And so, you know, I'm over here like drooling over this picture. Mm, anyway, like, look good. Yes. And then um, and then she has uh, like all her cakes look beautiful. And Ooh. she has these, uh, dang, what are they called? The little cookies that they're popular in Europe. Macaroons? There you go. Macaroons. Ah. She has these fancy macaroons on her, <laughs> on her page. And it's like, oh my gosh, she does a beautiful job. Um, you can tell that she's passionate about what she does. Um, she does weddings, baby showers, birthdays. I mean, anything that you want, like, her designs are beautiful. So again, her name is Andrea. Um, her IG is Sweet Details ATL. And yeah, if you're in Atlanta area, definitely look her up. And that's why. Awesome. Perfect. Right. Well, Christina, again, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. Like, if there's anyone that's listening and they're like, uh, can I actually talk to you? Like, can I just pick your brain? Like, be all up in your IG DMs and like figure out more about like, how do I go through this? Like, where can they find you? So you can find me on IG. Um, my Instagram name is Crisscross Pink. It's an old AIM name. <laughs> um, I just decided never to change it. Um, so you can find me. I should pop right up. Um, and yeah, you can see the wedding of me and my husband, our awesome dog and our life together. And if you're a teacher, you can also see some pretty cool things uploaded from my classroom. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. <laughs> I just followed you, by the way. <laughs> Same. I thought I thought we were following you already on the on our. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're following you on here too. But you know, but no, we weren't until now. Oh, I thought I'm we saying. were. That's the crazy thing. But yeah, we fixed that. We have definitely fixed that. All right, Tania. <laughs> Where can they find us? Huh. All right, so you can find us on hewanew.com, on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and LinkedIn at Hugh I Do Wed. Also, if you want to find us individually, you can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me at Belsari on Instagram and Twitter. That's it.
Good stuff. Well, again, Christina, thank you so much yes, for coming on the you. show. We will definitely, you know, we're, we're, we're good at like asking our like brides to come back and chat with us and give us updates and things like that, or just talk more about weddings. Cause you know, I've, we feel like if you've come this far and you've been able to like talk to us for an hour about your wedding, you probably like weddings enough to come back and talk to us about other wedding stuff. So, um, <laughs> definitely we will definitely do that. Um, but again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you yes. so much for allowing me to give advice. I love, I love helping. So this felt like I was, I was being productive and I love, I feel like I was, I was giving. So thank you so much <laughs> yes. for, for feeling, for helping me feel that. Um, yeah, yes. no, I really appreciate it. You know, we all need the help that we can get. I think so much of like the pan, well, like pre pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a bride, people withhold information. Like no one wants you to use the same yes. as you like, right. It's crazy. So, you know, as I'm like, you know, sharing is caring. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. So I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you again. And y'all have a great night. You too. Bye.